Hey, welcome to the Birthing Experience, where we help coaches birth their mastery. Every week, we bring new episodes to help you master your mindset, messaging, marketing, and money. Follow us on social media at The Birthing Experience Show to continue the conversation. Here's your host, the master midwife. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Birthing Experience. Let me take a moment to share this out. I am super excited for what's about to happen, okay? You guys know I start off this way all the time because it's just excited being able to speak to so many experts. And this one is real special to me. So I can't wait to introduce who's with us tonight. Um, okay, so I'm here. Make sure you guys, those of you who are here with me live, say hello below. Definitely take a moment to share this out. Um, if you are on the replay, welcome. Thank you for watching. This is the Birthing Experience where we help coaches birth their mastery. And I'm your host, Niala Phillip, the Master Midwife. I'm so excited because guess who's here? Who's here is Michelle Snow. She is a speaker. She is a career and leadership coach. She is a motivator. I mean, I have been following her for years. I've been able to see her grow such a close net and wonderful community. And I cannot wait until she shares her gems with us tonight. So, hey, Michelle, how are you? Hey, I'm wonderful. I'm grateful to be here. I know Facebook takes a little bit of time to dial up the energy online. So I know there are people who are still clicking and getting themselves situated and they're scrolling through like, well, should I listen? Should I not listen? So you, if you just happen to get this in your feed and you are looking for some real honest conversation about what it takes to be great, then Nyala and I really want to be in your life tonight. So hold on and keep that pause right here. See what I said? <laughs> Let's get started. <laughs> All right. So um, again, if you guys are here with us live, definitely say hello below. Tell us where you're tuning in from. Um, okay. So Michelle, let's jump right in, right? Um, tell everybody who is Michelle Snow. <laughs> you know, I, I always um, try to answer this question without all of the the pretty sounds, right? I, without all of the rehearsed sound bites. I'm a girl who grew up right in the heart of the urban community. For those of you who know about Philadelphia, I was born and raised in North Philadelphia, baby. And um, in 2013, I was just angry enough, pissed enough, sad enough, frustrated enough, and crazy enough to do this thing called entrepreneurship. Because if you are not some of those things, or at least two out of those things, you might want to think twice before you do this thing called self-employment. And um, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm one who is extraordinarily passionate 
to see others win. And uh, Nayala, I want to say to you, congratulations for not quitting. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. for not quitting because this this is a beast. Yeah. Right. And and it never gets enough. Right. This beast called entrepreneurship, branding, leadership, growth, it never stops. It never sleeps. It never slumbers. It never grows tired. It's always hungry for you to do something to it or with it. (laughs) Let me say to you, salute, that you did not let go. (laughs) You did not let go. Yeah. So, um, one of the things I, I told you, I didn't tell you what story I was going to share, but I'm going to share this. Okay. Um, you know, I am from Brooklyn, New York, so I'm not a Philadelphia native. Mm-hmm. However, I've been here for 11 years, almost 12 mm-hmm. years. And when I first came here and I broke into the business world, you're one of the first people mm-hmm. who I met and saw you starting like at the beginning. I remember you saying career coach, everything was career coach, career coach. And then you started using the hashtag grow together. And at first I thought it was so weird because (laughs) every comment, every post, it said hashtag grow together. And that just stuck to me. It stuck to me just seeing the way you grew your community, how genuine everyone was, how everyone was operating in integrity, everything that was happening just really stuck you know, with me. So here's my question for you. What made you come up with this grow together hashtag and what does it really mean? Um, Grow grow together was not planned. It was not one of those things, you know, sometimes in business, we have those seasons where our strategies are calculated and researched and very well thought out and methodical, right? And so after some great pontificating, we roll things out. Grow Together was a feeling. It was very spiritual. Um, It was the essence of my heartbeat for what was happening in my reality. So as I said to you offline, Michelle Snow brand and community started out of pain, out of frustration of being this square peg trying to fit in a bunch of round holes, you know, just like many of you who are breaking out into your brand, you're knocking on doors, you're meeting people, you're collecting business cards, people are promising you, hey, all right, we can probably do something. That sounds good. Call me, inbox me, let's catch up. I look forward to hearing from you. I know that I've got about two, three, 500 witnesses out there when you watch this replay and then you get home or you do the follow-up and you don't hear from these people, they don't answer you back. You call two, three, four times and then you're just like, man, well, did I do something? Did I offend them? You know, is it me? What happened? So I ran into a lot of that. Even when I was giving myself away, even when I was saying, well, you know, I'll just serve you. Let, you know, try this out. And if, if it's not good from what I'm saying, then don't pay me. People were still Nyala. They would still give me a hard time. Well, can we meet to talk about the meeting to see if the meeting will work? Oh, no. Oh, no. 
I had it. I had had it. <laughs> said, there is somebody who's just like me who just wants somebody to hold them down. And truthfully, grow together was what I was feeling because I was figuring it out. Right. My truth is I started career coaching when I really didn't know what, what it was. I just knew I had some dope super skills. I was in human resources. I've been to school. I was passionate. I could talk. I had some good ideas. Let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. And in that we were growing and changing and transitioning and my stuff helped their stuff and their stuff helped my stuff. And then boom. Oh yeah. We are growing together. Mm -hmm. So it came like came out like that. Just spoke to you. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things you mentioned was how you decided to like just create your community, right? Um, so I want to ask you a question about that. How important is community to growing your coaching business? It's everything. It's everything. I mean, time out for the foolishness of I don't need nobody. That's why I don't ask nobody. It's about me and my bag. Oh, sit down. Sit down and have four, five, or seven seats. Because why do you create a business that's about service when you don't value people, when you don't value spirit, when you don't value relationships? If that is not your forte, then by all means, you need to be solely focused on product, 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 a thing. People buy it or they don't buy it and you in and you out. Yeah. But if you want to call yourself some sort of facilitator, leader, or coach, it's all about the relationships. And you have to prepare yourself that the relationships may suck. Okay, wake up everybody and smell this coffee that I'm brewing. Sometimes the relationships will suck. They will offend you. They'll hurt your feelings. You won't see eye to eye. You would have thought that this person would have did this for you and they didn't. You will constantly be on a roller coaster of shiggity. I didn't say the other word, Nayala. <laughs> shiggity. You'll constantly be on a roller coaster of it. But here's what I want you all to hear because this is not about the negativity. I'm just being extremely transparent tonight. Uh, maybe because it's after eight o'clock, this is what I do. <laughs> the, the flip side is that if you stay focused, integral, moral, ethical, wise, and dope at what you do, while you will still experience shiggity, you will experience so much more greatness to compensate for where it stinks. Does that answer your question? Oh, that answered it. Plus some. <laughs> Those of you who are here with me live, you guys are enjoying this and you feel that more people need to hear this message. Definitely take a moment to share this out and also tell us hello below and where you're tuning in from, okay? Um, so I want to shift for a minute um, and I want to talk about your story. So here at the Birthing Experience, we're all about helping our coaches push, plan, prep, produce their mastery, right? Um, and we use push first because in the beginning, it's about breaking barriers, stepping out on those stairs and pushing through. So I always like to ask my guests to share their greatest push story on their journey. 
Well, you all don't have enough time uh, for me to tell you all the crazy, but let me let me give you the essence. So money, money is 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 one of the biggest challenges that cause so many people to throw in the towel and to go back to work. Um, and so when you go into the business like I did, many of many of people will go into business on a wing, a prayer, and a hope, and a bag of M and M's and five dollars, right? <laughs> and that is kind of how the Michelle Snow story started. I was I was displaced from my job. I no longer wanted to be obligated to anybody else for forty hours or more of my week. I was tired of helping someone else facilitate their dreams and goals. Um, and I was willing to trade in security, right? Catch that. That's what some of you need to be able to understand the seriousness of this transition. I, me, after careful thought, consideration, and weighing the options and being prayerful and considerate of it, I decided to trade in my security, trade in my benefits, trade in knowing that every two weeks there would be a check, trade in the possibility of getting a raise in six months of, the, of a year for a dream, <laughs> right? And so that is where a lot of people really fall off the cliff, Nyala. So let's, let me drive this point home. Do you remember when everyone was talking about jump, the Steve Harvey movement, yes. jump, 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 yeah. right? Now, Steve gave people some really incredible advice. He says that, you know, sometimes you just got to jump and deal with the parachute. You may get a little scratched or broken, but sometimes you got to just take that leap. That was beautiful advice, but there were too many foolish, immature people out here who were like, well, Steve Harvey said jump, and, and I went back to work the next day and told my boss that I had a dream and I quit. Okay, dummy. Well, do you have a plan? Do you right, have right. the, these folks were just being asinine and and not practical, right? If you can start your business and transition with some resources, by all means do it. Don't think that suffering and pain and poverty shows that you really hustling. You really thriving because you broke and you up all night. No sleep. Sleep. Right. Baby, I'm getting a nap. You have got to find a way that if you can get some resources, some money, and some credit, that that is a more effective way to start. I didn't have any of those things. So I was constantly working against the green. So, yeah. But by the grace of God, a lot of faith. And the truth, so I'm going to let you really in my business, <laughs> my, my absolute truth, something that God gave me that not everybody gets, I had a lot of people believe in my dream. A lot of people didn't see it physically, but they saw it through my eyes and they would come in and help me. Nayala, there have been times I've been in my office and people brought me food. They brought me dinner. They made sure I had decorations from my office. They brought me coffee so that I could entertain my clients. They furnished my offices, gave me free legal services, loans, loans, loans. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have to say truthfully that I had 
uh, uncountable amount of angels so that I could, I didn't quit. And some of you are like, man, I'm by myself. That is not my experience, but I'm gonna give you this medicine and I'm gonna let you ask me the next question. How did I attract all those angels? Why did so many people feel compelled to serve me and help lift me up? Because of my ridiculous belief and faith in what I was doing on top of, I was good. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah. So don't be out here with just your faith and you're not, you're not great at it. Like be amazing at it so that people be like, man, look, you too dope. You, you need a, you need a check. You need a hamburger. You need a, <laughs> yes. I see where you going. Just tell me what you need. So I hope that that helps somebody, but that was, that was my start. That was my story. Yeah. It totally does help. Um, I love the way you said your faith, but also being good at what you do. Um, that's another thing that we talk about a lot, which is mastery. You say it's good, you know, it's nice to be able to say, oh, I can help you solve this problem, but you know, you gotta be great at what you do. And in order to be great at what you do, you have to become a master at something. You have to be consistent with what you're doing so you, you can become a master. One of the things that I heard Michelle say, and I hope you guys are listening, is that when she started, she you know was working at Human Resources, she just had an idea and she got started. So these this consistency in the years of her being committed and disciplined to take action every single day turned her into a master, okay? So we're not saying start perfect. We're saying start, stay consistent, and have your faith <laughs> become a master at what you do. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so next question. What do you think is the one thing that stops coaching? Because you've been able to grow like crazy in the coaching industry. So what do you think stops coaches from growing the way you have? There are one too many coaches in our industry who get caught up in what it looks like to be a coach. They see us, right? Nayala, they see us on Zoom. They saw us on Facebook. They saw your promotion. They saw people get excited and share the posts. And then so they sit home and say, I want that. Yeah. That looks good. She can talk, I can talk. She can be on Facebook, I can be on Facebook. And they don't understand what it takes to stay focused. You know, we are paradigm shift interventionists. Is that a word? I'm making up a <laughs> we, we intervene and we are intervention for people who may be about to give it up or lose it all. This is not a joke. And so people get their pumps and their lipstick or their soup and their nice little microphone and, and their little special kit and their cute tagline and, the, and they put up their Instagram and they say, I'm going on faith, I'm a coach. But you don't understand that you are posturing yourself to either derail someone or take them to another level. This is spiritual. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you say, what you think, that you're trying to be mainstream, that you cuss, you, you know, you using the S-bomb, the F-bomb, you're just trying to be real, whatever. This is spiritual. 
you are speaking to the heart and the spirit of these people. And so what happens is you come in with you as in those who just see this glamour, you see, I'm a Forbes coach. You see me getting this award. You see me in New York being honored. You see me on that stage. But you don't understand that it took a lot of inside sacrifice, putting aside your frustrations and your pain and standing in the gap for these clients. How many times, Nayala, do you be sleep at night and you're dreaming about your clients? Yeah. You were ready to sleep. Mm -hmm. You were ready to be somewhere chilling with a drink. But the spirit of God has you thinking about them, dreaming about them. He'll give you vision for it. He'll call you when you're driving to pull over and write a note for these people. And yeah. they have a heartbeat. And when they when you talk to them, you've got to always be flushing out your biases. Coaches hear this. Aspiring coaches hear this. Speakers, leaders, ministers. You have to constantly posture yourself so that you are flushing out and destroying your bias. Because there'll be people who come to you with all kinds of raggediness. <laughs> I told you guys, get ready. That I warned you guys. I said, get ready. I hope you guys are listening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They will come to you raggedy. They will come to you afraid. They will come to you desperate, broken. They'll come to you wrong and raw. And you have to posture yourself to take the authority of God, take your wisdom, take your skill set, your education and your experience and put it in posture in a way that they can receive it and grow from it, right? I have clients who tell me every crazy thing. Well, Michelle, you're not going to like me anymore because... If I tell you my truth, you're just going to stop working with me. Okay, well, what's your truth? I'm a swinger. Okay, so because you want to have sex with Jerry and John and John and Mary, I'm going to stop loving you? Like, I'm not in it. Don't call me over. Don't invite me. But if that's what you do, I'm going to pray for you, hope that you make some changes. But in the meantime, let's get this business straight, right? I have to put aside my personal Christian and spiritual beliefs, pray for them, give them love, and see them through what they're going through. You know, I get one sister, she was gay. So she was afraid to invite me over to her home with her wife and her daughter. Listen, you know me, you know what I stand for, but I ain't sleeping with y'all. We have dinner. Yeah. Yeah, it's some chicken and some macaroni and cheese tonight. Right? You know, you you've got to be always in a position that people are looking to you for love and for light, so you don't lose yourself. But you got to always put aside your personal bias. I hope I'm answering your question. Or you getting are, you are, and you're touching on things that I didn't even think would come up. But as you're speaking, it's like. <gasps> I've been there. I've experienced that. I remember a couple of years ago, I was running one of my coaching programs and I had a beautiful lady, shout out to Catherine LaBelle, who is a medium. So she does like readings and energy and stuff like that. So I'm a, I'm a Christian all the way. Everybody know that. Okay. Um, however, you know, one of the things she said when she gave us a testimonial is she said that she was a little scared to join the group coaching program because she knew what I stood for and she knew the type of people who I attracted, but she was so wrong when she joined. And the one thing that she loved about being with all of us was that she didn't feel, you know, everyone respected their beliefs and she never felt like anyone was being prejudiced against her. And I think that that's really, really, really important 
in business. And that's something that us Christians don't want to talk about, but that dialect needs to be open. You know, that's just, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I mean, that, that's why it's called marketplace ministry, right? That our clients and supporters and fans respect that we stand firm on our beliefs, right? They respect that this is what Michelle does. This is what Nayala does. I respect that they know that a lot of our coaching and our insight, it is Bible-based. But because we've chosen mainstream marketing with this nice title called coach, but the truth is say nothing but some evangelism or some missionary work um, that we've played it so that you can digest it, people respect that yeah. right i have i have muslim clients i have jewish clients jehovah's witnesses people who just call themselves spiritual and none of them say well i can't be served by you because i know where you stand because they understand that whatever i stand for i'm still serving them love and so the original question is why do some coaches fall off it's because all too many are focused on is the stage. <laughs> the stage is the end result. You don't get the stage at first unless you are fraud or fake. You, it's the work that comes in first. It's the power of the relationships because when you get on the stage, you gotta have something that's magnetizing. Mm. <laughs> You've got to get up there and people say, now that you got the microphone, now what? But what happens is people get up there and say there are three little tips and this is a pretty PowerPoint and this is what I've done and this is how I do. Nobody wants to hear that at a conference. How can you help me be better? So let me wrap this question up by saying to you, coaches, too many of you fail because you're so hungry and desperate for the stage that you're not willing to do the work for the heart so that these people can live beyond beyond you don't make people so addicted to you that they can't move on that's a trick that's a lie if you get a coach and they got a three or five year or ten program you gotta beat it 16 times this one client i know i'm on a roll but just stay with me <laughs> i love it keep going <laughs> i'm gonna say this my new client who just entered our new program is called snow 100 it's an exclusive client membership new client when i was pre-screening her she said, how many times do I have to take your course before I pass? Now, I, I'm, a, I'm a little slow. So, so I said, how? Right. how many times do I have to take the class before I take it? I said, what are you talking about? How many times you got to take it? She says, well, the last coaching I was in, I had to take it three times. It meaning not three different growth sessions or phase one, phase two, phase three. This coach set her up so that she took phase one three times. Baby, run. Oh. Run. <laughs> Get yeah. rid of that coach. Because if anybody is creating a program that's purposely designed, that one time isn't good enough, get the hell out of there. Because that coach is nothing but a shark and they're looking to steal and draw from you, and they're not looking to pour in. Hashtag the end. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. So my my last question to you. Well, my last request was for you to give us your three 
you know, top tips, but you just gave us so much. I think we got like seven in there. <laughs> so, you know, give us um, your three top tips, your three top tips for coaches. Um, if there was someone listening to us right now that's on the verge of giving up, um, that's going down the wrong path, what would you tell them? Okay, so I'm going to just be a little crazy and raw and, 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 and not be buttoned up here because you're going to get that from somebody else. Let me, let me tell you what's from my new series. It's called Best Advice No One Gave Me. And so one of the tips that best advice no one gave me is let's talk about your love life. Let's talk about your sexual life. Let's talk about your intimacy. So to coaches, what's a top tip? You have to really be mindful of where you stand from your love life, because this is a business. This is a business slash ministry. Some people like to call it business stream, where you are designed and purposed and put in position to always do this, pour out. Mm-hmm. You're always in position to pour out at any given time, at any given place, with any person, any time. This is not, oh, Nayala's on Zoom at eight o'clock on Thursdays. You are a coach every time you hit the airwaves. You are a coach sometimes in your corner when no one's there, when the spirit of God is speaking to you. Love life. Love life is important because when you are constantly pouring yourself out, emptying yourself of your knowledge, your wisdom, and your essence, and your strength, there is an emptiness that you will experience immediately after. You may have had the greatest high ever. The crowd went crazy. You sold 10,000 books. They all loved you. Ah! Then when the coolness comes and you're alone and you're now empty because you poured out, what are you doing and how are you spending your time in the late night? See, this is when our sisters and our queens are feeling vulnerable because at nighttime, baby, I don't know about you. I want to be held. <laughs> yeah, I want to be poured in too. <laughs> okay, so for those of us who are unmarried, your trouble comes because now you're looking to fill that little emptiness you have. And without being aware of what has happened to you, this is when you're running to too many persons to fill you up. And now you posture yourself that you've got Johnny's essence on you. You've got Mel's essence on on you. And for some of you, you got Sarah's essence on you. (laughs) And then you're wondering why you're feeling so schizo. You're wondering why you feel so out of place. Now, this is not a new conversation. Juanita Bynum told us this over 20 years ago. I'm just repeating what the queen laid down because I've now experienced it. So for those of you who are married, it's going to be really important that you allow yourself to focus on your spouse, mm-hmm. that you run to your spouse for that need. You know, don't let yourself get caught up in sneaky pictures. Um, run from that, your eyes and your ears, gateways to your soul. Don't let yourself be distracted. Um, and I'm gonna just get a little bit more crazy on you. Um, you are not ready for what I'm about to say now, y'all. I'm okay. right now. Myself. Okay. Put on your seatbelt right this second, okay? Masturbation. 
you need to also be very careful for what you're inflicting on yourself at night. Like these conversations, I promise you, no one's going to have with you, but you're sitting there taking care of yourself, still feeling empty, and then you want to come back and pour on somebody else. <laughs> this is some real stuff you're talking about here, though. Yeah, y'all, y'all wasn't ready for that conversation. You, you want to, you done had all your freaky sneaky, the movies, the videos, the pics, you online scrolling, looking to see who you can talk to, you're messaging all kinds of crazy, and then you want to have sessions where you're motivating and empowering people, but you stink, you're filthy, you're unrepentant, you know? So you, you want to tip, check your spiritual life and how you and how you spend time with your intimacy because your energy and your mindset your thoughts they're contagious and you will attract what you are yeah so that's 832 if you want more i'll lay it on you but I <laughs> no you know we're right on time but you just really said something there and really opened up something there and like what i you what you mentioned about you attracting what you are, this is a conversation that I had very recently. And what I learned very recently that a lot of people, they don't have business problems, but they really have is personal problems that show up in their business. So I love that you brought up this whole intimacy, this whole, how are you taking care of yourself? What are you feeding yourself? Oh my gosh. Hey, Demetria. So Demetria said, oh, wow, she spoke a word. <laughs> so see, you're, we, you, you're really touching on some things here tonight. So, all right, give us one more. Give us one more tip and then we're good. One more tip. Um, here's something that I will say that I am learning to adjust to. Sometimes when you grow and you stick with the thing, because you've been doing it and doing it and doing it, you don't even see the magnitude for how you've grown because you've just been in this race doing this thing. And everybody around you will be like, oh my God, Nayala, you getting it, you winning, girl. And you just getting the work done. You're like, ah, oh, Thursday night, and oh, go live, I'm on a plane. It, you, you're just in it. But the world is seeing, oh my gosh, look at her. And you'll begin to attract in the leeches. There will be people who ignored you, who threw you away, who lied on you, who mistreated you, who just weren't there. But as soon as they start to see the sparkle in your brand, when they start to see some of the luxury, I, I, I wonder, Nayala, when you went on Facebook a few months ago, and you talked about your new high-level client, and you were on first class, and this, that, the other. I bet you when you checked your inbox, looked at those comments, you were like, oh, my goodness, you looking, you looking, you looking, that happened to you? Yeah, I wondered, some, the first thing I thought to myself was, this is what they liked? What happened all the other times? <laughs> Where were they? People are attracted to sparkle. And that's why we get into so much trouble. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, my sisters and my brothers, sparkle is beautiful. God gave us color and shine to give us excitement in our lives. But you've got to look beyond sparkle. This is why so many people are tripped up. Mm. 
so tripped up because they see these brands and I'm the million dollar maker girl. I'm the brilliant paid and pink and gorgeous tour. I'm the get money now forever, save your life, never be broke again coach. And so sucked in to the foolishness. You just got to be careful because you'll begin to get people who just want to suck on you, pull on you, eat off of you, prostitute you, get from you what you, what they need with no regard for the fact that they just threw you away. They just ignored you, but they see your sparkle. They see your possibilities and they come creeping right back on your brand. I'm going to be honest with you, Nayala. I still get pissed about that. I just cussed last night with my assistant and said, I'm sick of these folks coming back now. Where have you been? But God said to me, it's going to only get bigger and more intense. Yeah. It comes with the territory. Right? Yes. I wish I could have learned that the first three years. I'm getting that now. So ladies and gentlemen, it will come but it's a, all a part of the process that, that, that the leeches will come. You just got to learn how to protect yourself and cover yourself so that you don't allow it to make you crazy. You know, I, I got to say one more thing and I'm going to stop. This is why you find celebrities. I remember one time Oprah Winfrey and Nicki Minaj, we had heard that they had fired their whole staff. They just let everybody go. And so from the world, Steve Harvey, same thing. He had fired a lot of staff. From the world, it's like, oh, they're tripping. They're trying to get big now. Now they're getting rid of people. But what happens is when you get to a certain level and you look around your camp and you see everybody just trying to pull from you and take from you, sometimes you just get so sick of it that you're like, I'm just cleaning out. I'm getting rid of all of you. And I want to warn you all, that if you can if you can begin to weed out the trash as you go, you won't have to worry about blowing your whole camp up when you get big. Mm. <laughs> she ends that with everything, okay? So that is a good tip right there. That is a good tip is to be careful for those people who are not coming for the right reasons. Um, and also know how to protect your sanity through that process. So. Um, Michelle, can you tell everybody where they can reach you? Definitely tell them about the Facebook group, please. <laughs> well, thank you for letting me pour my crazy on you and my experience. Um, I hope that you all receive what I said with love um, and that you are encouraged and you are exposed for, for yourself, that you, that you are now looking at yourself in a way that you can really grow because you have to let yourself be vulnerable so that you can be truthful about your flaws to improve them. So you can find me at growwithsnow.com and we've just launched our brand new exclusive client membership. It's called Snow 100. And in our exclusive group, we will teach you how to be a speaker, how to do live events. We'll give you contract leads. We'll promote you and market you. You'll get a free directory. Um, there's a lot of good stuff that we are preparing to launch in June. So if you go to growwithsnow.com, 
you'll be able to get access to all of me. I'll make sure that I put that below. Um, so thank you so much for accepting the invitation. Thank you so much for pouring into us, um, bringing exactly what I knew you would bring. <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you so much. Guys who are listening to us live, thank you for joining. Those who are on the replay, please put hashtag replay below so I can come back and say thank you for joining. And those who are listening to us on our podcast station, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to share this out and join us next week, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This has been The Birthing Experience. Thank you for listening to The Birthing Experience. If you liked our podcast, leave a review or comment and be sure to tune in next time.